All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Hands no up. time. Let's Hands go. Up. Let's go. Tuesday edition of Barn Burner here in the Tower Chrysler Studios. Tower Chrysler voted the best Tower Chrysler dealer in Southern Alberta. Oh, something like thing? that. Yeah, Consumer Choice Award winner. You yeah. know what it is? It's Southern Alberta's favorite. They, uh, you were you were invited to go on the old Consumer's Choice Award thing. It's like, hey, which uh, of all the you know you like here? Thing, which which one's your favorite? Overwhelming the uh, the numbers and the responses that came back and said, well, of course it's going to be Tower Chrysler. Ah. What else are we going to say? What else do we want? Obvi. Obvi. Hello, Retro. How are we doing? Good. Yeah. I got a bit of a tight back. I did a big workout. Boom, boom. How does that go? Right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> are you taking a dump or are you in distress? What? Uh, so what? What workout has you uh, feeling this way? Thirty minutes on the stair climber, five hundred cows, get her done, and then I did. So they've got some fancy. What's wrong with this thing? Some hmm. fancy apparatus at the gym here. Push, push. Fancy. Wild that Your uh, shoulders animal. were all buggered. I thought you were they are. To do yeah, like I'll that. be in pain later. So yeah. it's great. Well. But I was listening to Boss Rutten, the tough guy from back yeah, in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. I just decided I got to be tougher. Got to work tough. through that. I got to toughen up. Work through the pain for the gain. You need the gains, Red. 
Yeah. He ain't complaining. He's older than I am. He's been shit kicked for 30 years. He's right. not sitting there whining about it. Here I sit. Oh, poor me. So remember There's this. There's a lot Steve? of that in fairness. Yeah. I have to remember yeah. this. And maybe Boz, he, uh, he is a tough son of a bitch, though. Oof. True, real life, tough SOB. I watched a bunch. I downloaded a bunch of his fights for the flights, and I was like, ooh, that's mm -hmm. it's a scary man. Yeah. And the, the, the scary part is that the scary man was beating up other scary men. Yeah, they don't pick on no little rats. No, they didn't they... go after you, Dean. Yeah. Like, Ryan, me, like, I wasn't the one taking the liver shot there. <laughs> the old liver shot. Uh, you know that the liver shot is for real when you see boxers and those guys take one and they can't just... go on. That's yeah, There's a split second where they kind of stay in it. They're like... Just crippling. I gotta go down. I can't. There's it's nothing over. I can do. You've hit me right in the fucking liver. It's I funny. have organ damage because I, I cannot recover on. from this. What got me to watch the fights, download the fights, was that Rogan did it, had him on the other day. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, he, but the things that they talk about that, I mean, obviously it's his business and his life, but okay, well, I would wait till I can't remember until they exhale. And they're breathing in, and then I try to hit him in the liver because that's the most effective oh, yeah. impact. I'm like, oh, you are really way. And then he'd have to calcify his shins so that they calcify. Be... Yeah, 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 yeah. Go into the that's... forest and kick trees or something to toughen up your shins. Like, like fighters dragging yeah. their knuckles on brick walls, just yeah. callusing up the knucks. You know, it reminds me of a story, right? You talk about waiting until you know the 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 exhale, and then you hit him with the liver shot. It reminds me of being in college, and uh, it was one of our final exams one time. So we're in this big classroom, lots of people. And I'm sitting, a good, good buddy of mine is to my right, and I'm in, so it's rows of desks, and he's to my right, and we, we don't, it's freaking tests, who knows what the hell we're doing. And yours truly, well, I need to let one go. Mm. But here we are, in a room full of people. So I'm a little concerned. A, I only want air to come out, nothing else. So I'm concerned there for starters. And then beyond that, if only air is going to come out, I'd really like it not to be at a high volume. Yeah. So thoughtful, right? Chick sneak. I kind of look, I'm kind of looking at him to my right. I'm like, not good. It's coming. Not good. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, my stomach is killing. So I kind of do one of these the kind of lean and this prick reaches across and pokes me right in the fucking side silence in this room right so i'm doing one of these poke oh bang the worst like i've been embarrassed plenty in my life i've maybe never been more embarrassed because i bellow from taking a hard shot right in the side and then let go this gasser that is so loud. So uh, me and Boz Rutten. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a Boz Rutten opponent. I, I know what it's like. That was the, the liver shot that I took that day. I, that and funny to note you you had a really uh, tender tummy, even at a young age. This isn't just uh, later. Yeah, yeah, it's been Your stomach's you. been upside down. It's always been there with them. Guys get gas. You're going to be gassy every once in a while.
Uh, you know who uh, took a fucking liver shot? It was the Dallas Stars last night? That was quite a. Uh, that was quite a beating. Oh, yeah. Six nothing, Vegas off to the Stanley Cup final. Those uh, Jake Ottinger elimination game numbers eh, back to earth a bit. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I feel bad for him. I was thinking of you, Retro. I was watching some of that defensive play. Thomas Harley and Hawkenpaw and, and Ryan yeah. Suter. Jesus Christ. Suter had an awful, awful postseason. At least awful postseason. He might be done. Like that guy might be done. Two years left. But watching, well, it don't, that don't matter. No, no, I'm just saying, like, that's the problem they're in is that they owe him and Jamie Ben two more years and Tyler Sagan four more. And they're all making way too much money for what you're getting right now. Otherwise, I love that roster. Imagine Harley minus threat. Man, he turned that puck over so many times um and, and for and I, I was gonna i was gonna cut the goals together and i didn't bother but just watching how almost entry-level hockey it was the one goal by uh Kolasar, it's just we pick it up we skate through the neutral zone i'm gonna chip it give it to you back to me and everybody was just just watching no one was skating ben was standing still even pavelski couldn't catch up to his check they just absolutely worked the stars last night it looked like they were completely out of gas no excuses if you're out of gas then oh no excuses they were shit yeah they're that's not what you want in an elimination i almost wonder if they're pissed off that ben's back in think so well well take us to the room like he's back you've gotten you've survived the two the three i guess 2.9 games or whatever so you get done for the game what like less than two minutes in are you then pissed that he's back? I like walk me through how that would work. No, well, then... here it, the it it only begins if there's an issue to okay from the start, right? Like I don't, I have no clue. This is total hypothetical. What's he like in the room? Do guys love him, oh, or is he a big personality that's a dick and is a spoiled brat? He's really soft-spoken. I know that. I like seeing him post-game. Right? Like, is he the leader? I I, I have no idea. I love him as a player. Love him. But if if he's not a good captain and he does something stupid like that and then he comes back and the team plays worse, Mm -hmm. here's the issue they've got. Uh, They will pay Pavelski. Excuse me. Not Pavelski. Sagan, Ben, and Suter. Guys that have all been paid for what they did prior and aren't up to snuff anymore for what they're getting paid. A combined $23 million each of the next two seasons. Okay. Ouch. So is this a learning? Could Conroy look at this and go, wait a minute. This is an issue. We don't want to be stuck in the same situation as Dallas. Because Dallas would look real damn good if those guys weren't there anymore. So Gens 31, Ben's 33, and Suter is what, mid-30s as well? 38. 38, my God. Two yeah. more years. Oof. Stupid signing. See, the Ben and the Sagan, I think, are different than the Suter, right? The Suter was... Suter's a dumb signing, and he's, he's under of, four. He's under four. It's just yeah. he's not good anymore. He's yeah. had an awful he's postseason. Without those... I mean, what were the original term on those deals for Ben and Sagan? Eight-year deals. Right? Four, so at, four left on Sagan near that's 10. That's the learning. That's what I'm but, saying. But at the time, though, you would look at it and say, even if we go eight <laughs> years, they're <laughs> going to be done when they're 31 or 33 years old. Like, it wasn't terrible. Sagan will be done when this he's 35. This 35. is a great comparison to the Flames. 
the, it's a wonderful comparison. The thing was, again, is he ran into all those wrist issues and his greatest asset was lost as a shooter and a goal scorer. Um, okay. And that was, I believe, after the extension because at the time it wasn't crazy. Uh, and then also we're kind of reviewing this through the lens of the cap's been pretty flat for three years since the pandemic, whereas these were all signed before that and you just would assume things would grow because they always have. Uh, but yeah, they both sting right now. They're not anywhere near their best two players. I and don't care about that 18, shit. I'm not worried about the stars. I'm trying to bring the conversation yeah. back to what Conroy is yeah, going Ryan. to do with the Flames yeah. moving forward because he has guys in the same situation that Ben and Sagan were in Yep, that are up for contracts and are going to demand in the same sort of eight-year deals yeah. at Big B. What are you going to end up? Are you at 33 or are you going to be going, oh, shit. Here we go, because yeah, you're going to have huh? no one else is in that spot. They're, all the other guys are old, and it's they're not looking at eight-year deals. If you want Hannafin or Lindholm, it's got to be max term, I would think. But the problem, Ryan, is that you've already got Huberto. So, it's yes, it is the exact same thing. You did it to Huberto. You did it to Kadri. If you do it to Lindholm, you've got three guys that are going to be going into the same age bracket yep. that Sagan and Ben are in, and they're starting to fall off. I agree with you 100%. I'm just saying the two guys you're talking about that they have to make decisions on are Hannafin and Lindholm, and they're very valid points here. Now, like both of them are good skaters, so you hope they age well, but I, I totally with you, man. You can't collect too many of these guys in their 30s on – you know, last career contracts. I'm with you, man. Yes. Dean, say that. I'm with you, man. Yes, I'm with you, Rhett. Great insight, Rhett. The Rhett's Great work, Rhett, as always. <laughs> All right. Um, Have a good day. Uh, yeah, I got to get the kids. I'll see you on uh, Wednesday. Boy, Rhett was good today. So good. You pointed out they signed some guys to some deals that don't look good. Holy fuck. I know. Yeah. Wow. That's what you don't do. What you don't do is sign bad contracts. You want the good ones. Are there, are there any? I mean, because we can, we can spend all day sitting here. Well, that's a bad contract, and that's a bad one, and they should not have done that one. And this one's a bad one. How many of them just end, and you look back and say that guy made that was good money, it was good value, and out the door. Pavelski was a great signing in Dallas. Low money, aged well, outperformed it. But it wasn't Max performed term. it. We've, we we love them and we're happy for them, but we didn't believe it was going to be good when it happened, did yep. we? They got really good numbers on their Ottinger, Robertson, Hints extensions. Like they've done some good work. There. Young guys, though, right? Yeah. Like I, it, it's the ones where, like you say, you dig in for an eight or a seven or eight year extension on a guy who's mid to late twenties and the old. The last couple of years probably aren't going to be great, but we had to do it. Shields was good. Like that was ended up being a phenomenal contract given where he was at the time. Given what he did, but it wasn't a, the team didn't succeed. No, no, we're talking about eight year guys taking your mid thirties. Like that was a value deal. It turned out to be. I wouldn't have bet it was going to be at the time. Yeah. Now the I'm arguing you both sides because Dallas just had a successful season. I'm saying these are terrible signings. Yeah. Anyway, it's kind of one of those things in a. Go youth, go young, go young. You almost can't look at them individually because you have Kadri and Huberdeau. Yeah, yeah, you already you signed those guys. guys to those. You got yeah. two guys that are going to age significantly. Like Kadri's what, 34 in October? 33? 33. It's, it's happened quick. 
Our NHL insider is Frank Saravalli. Playoff Saravalli, a presentation of Bonton Meat Market. They opened their doors in 1921, and ever since, all they've done is provide the highest, best quality product to their customers. AAA Alberta beef, free-range poultry, grain-fed Alberta lamb, milk-fed veal, fresh Alberta pork, Bonton. Again, it's all Consumer Choice Award winners on this show. Best deli meat market years running. 28 Crowfoot Circle Northwest online Bonton Meat Market, Frank. Sarah Valley, busy guy this uh, this time of year. He's got all kinds of things on the go. You're doing a website. You're doing podcasts. You're doing all, you know, love to talk to you, Boom, but I got so much to do. I got to get my list of these free agents out and all this sort of stuff. So, Frank, I'm... thanks for joining us uh, today. We've got a Stanley Cup final all set. Are you, are you excited for this uh, Sunbelt final? Honestly, if you're a fan of hockey and a fan of travel, these are two pretty awesome places to watch a cup final between South Florida and Vegas. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't think the viewership numbers are going to be explosive, but look, I don't, I guess I don't really understand the complaints and the hemming and hawing about, Oh my God, this, can you believe this disastrous cup final matchup? Like, they're two of 32 teams. Like, they have equal right to be there. Yeah, and they're not boring, right? These are fun teams to watch. Not by any stretch of the imagination. Any team with Matthew Kachuk stirring it up, Paul Maurice with the way that he handles himself, uh, the Golden Knights and, and that environment and the excitement that they have around their city and team. Like, I, I don't have any issue with this cup final. I was thinking last night as I was watching the game and watching Eichel, who isn't scoring, but yet seems very much in there making, right? What happened in Buffalo with the, can he have this neck surgery? It's very risky. It's experimental surgery and all of this. He had the surgery and has been tremendous, <laughs> tremendous since. I, I don't know what to think about it. It was, it was, it was obviously more than that, but um, if, Fear over this procedure is what sent things sideways in Buffalo. No, it was they don't want to pay a signing bonus. No, I don't think it was that either. I first off, I think he was sick of losing and didn't see a path forward for the Sabres to be competitive. Is one, um, had enough of the coaching changes, is two, and three. Um, I mean, look, like let's let's be let's have a real honest conversation about Jack Eichel earning 10 million bucks a year before these playoffs started. I, I you're going to laugh at this given the matchup now, but I said, Jack Eichel is the NHL's most disappointing $10 million skater. And the reason I said skater is because yeah, Sergei Bobrovsky was in net. So I, I'm happy to eat a, a healthy dish of crow, be, you know, because of how this has all played out, but I don't know that I'd be signing Jack Eichel to that contract and what's remaining. And I don't care what anyone says. Sergei Bobrovsky's contract is still the worst in the history of the game. And I don't care if he wins a Stanley cup or not. I like that. Dig in. Don't, Flex, don't quit Flex now. Flex forever. Come on. Yeah. What do you, if they uh, look, Jack Eichel sub point per game player and has not scored more than 35 goals in any season. Like tell me that that's a $10 million player. I'm sorry. He's not. And could he amazing, be? Is it crazy to suggest that he could be a $10 million player? Could be, and, and, and are, are different things. He, he's, he's most of the way through this contract already. The, he got this contract straight out of entry level. So since that contract has been signed, a 
10 year or eight year, $80 million deal, 267 games played 269 points. He has 107 goals in five seasons, 107 goals in five seasons. I don't care. Like, so he's now five of eight years into the contract. That's been a bad contract. And I, I get that it was Buffalo and I get that there were injuries I'm sorry, it doesn't pass the smell test for me. Rick DiPietro. Nah. What? Nah. He was hurt. Yeah, it's it's not even it's not even just the injury. Like the, the DiPietro contract was bad. If we're talking bad goalie contracts, um, Ilya not not job Ilya Brzgalov, that was the worst contract. But yeah, Bobrovsky's yeah. pretty bad. But if Bobrovsky wins, what was he brought there to do? I don't care. Doesn't <laughs> well, matter. What do you mean you don't care? Doesn't matter. It's it, that has absolutely hamstrung that franchise in such a doesn't hamstrung. They just won a Stanley Cup. How are they hamstrung? Uh, come on. No one, e- even if, even, okay, first off, let me remind you, Rhett, that this team lost its way into the playoffs. If the Pittsburgh Penguins do not lose to the Chicago Blackhawks, we're not even talking about this team. And we are, though. So so what? He, he, he didn't even start the first three games of the playoffs. He was a $10 million goalie. If they, they were win, like, we're how many guys the, have been rewarded with the 30-year-old sh- journey? Why did they bring him there? Did he just shh me? He did, yeah. He did, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. No, I didn't. Sh- I was going to say something, then I caught myself. I didn't shush you. <laughs> you <shushed laughs> yourself. I got shushed. No, you didn't get shushed. I was saying, what did they bring him there for? To help him win a Stanley Cup. If he just, wins a Stanley how many guys have been overpaid because they helped the team win a Stanley Cup? I, I does that's not how it works. One hundred percent how it works. No, no, let's Brent Seabrook. That's a hundred percent how it works. Brent won before he got paid. That's not the same. Yeah, let's go back and, get and let's talk win. about the, the summer that he signed the deal with Dale Talon. There was only one other team that was in the mix, potentially, that even had an opening to sign Sergei Bobrovsky. And it was the New York Islanders who went with Varlamov instead. You saw the price point that they were at. And the original, I have this on good authority, just so you know, the original deal that the Florida Panthers offered Sergei Bobrovsky was seven years, 35 million bucks. Somehow, in the process between that offer and the end, Dale Talon got absolutely taken to the woodshed. Wow. And they came back and said, how does, how, does, uh, how does 70 million bucks sound over seven years? And this was how many days after drafting Spencer Knight in the first round? Please remind us. Yeah, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Who, by the way, Spencer Knight, obviously not in uniform for the Florida Panthers, um, entered the NHL uh, and NHLPA um, assistance program also signed to a lengthy or not lengthy, but an expensive contract extension. So the, the Panthers have 14 and a half million bucks committed to goaltending next season for the next three years. Ooh, the bobber could get hurt after he wins the cup of the con smart. That's fine. Oh, Shea Weber style. Like you play all six games of the final and then never to be heard from again. Yeah. The Mike Smith style. Yeah, just, yeah. you know, allergic training, to the job listen, and management. This, that's this, not going to happen. This new way of training, man, is tough on the body. It's hard on So I will say, though, the interesting part about this run to the final is 
does this actually make Bobrovsky tradable after the fact? Like, would someone now yes. at 35% discount or 40% discount, would someone take Bobrovsky now? I feel like six is that number where it's like, okay, you're a top, not top, top, but like top 10-ish caliber, top of the market goalie, UFA money. Like so Jacob Marshall that, money. You know, it's more than what Jack Campbell got last year. Yikes. Uh, if it was, what, three years left, I believe, at, mm -hmm. at five, six, Would you? I would. I mean, I just don't see a team that feels like they're a goalie with that has the cap space for that. So now you really got to make some moves to make it happen. I still think it's tough. Yeah, but you always – just looking at the goalie for the price, assume you have a need and the space. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't. I think somebody will. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I would either. This just feels just a like – two up it's... and down. So he's great for two months, and maybe he wins Conn Smythe. He's been shit for a half decade. Well, here's going to be the real test. We got the also cup, been cup final that starts on Saturday – Mm -hmm. That will be 10 days between games. That is a really, really hard run to keep going for a guy that out of the clear blue sky has been on this run. Yeah, it was awful down the stretch. Like they turned Alex Lyon. Again, they, they started Alex Lyon, 30-year-old journeyman, over $10 million guy for the first three games of the playoffs. And down the stretch, yeah. Games they had to win to get in. What about Aiden Hill? I love how Rhett's side. like, yeah, this is what he was brought here for. Like, to what? Sit on the bench for the first three games of the playoffs? If he w Again, well, we are playing the if he wins the Stanley Cup scenario. So <laughs> that still has to happen. If he wins the Cup, it was money well spent. It's still the worst contract. Even if he wins the Cup, it's still the worst contract in the history of the NHL. If they don't have him, they don't win the Stanley Cup. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. What are you talking about? I think even they would tell you that it's still a terrible contract, even if, like, I think the owner. Then they would be don't like, want to win I, the Stanley Cup. I can't don't believe win. I'm paying this guy. Don't win the cup, then that's fine. Okay. I think both can be true. I agree. Yeah. I think that for sure they aren't where they are without Bobrovsky. That said, he doesn't need to be making ten million every yeah, year. Full term seven out of you for the full right. When He's... you were competing against yourself. Yes, yes. Spencer. Um, I can't believe I got. Shh'd. Oh, yeah. That's the first time that that's he's, ever happened. He's denying it. We're going to go to video review. We'll yeah, let we'll Toronto do the review and get back to us. Can we have Wes McCauley do the overturn yeah, that? Like that overturn it. Uh, I was asked about Aiden Hill because here's another guy that did not start the playoffs, was put into a, <laughs> a tough spot. And God, he's, God, he's made a lot of money, hasn't he? Been to, hasn't he? Right. Pending UFA. Uh, how, like, since the beginning of the season in September, we were like, the. There's no way the Golden Knights can win with these goaltenders. Logan Thompson? Yeah. And then he was really good. And they, they, they started four guys in four consecutive games and won with all four. It's a banana sandwich how good Aiden Hill has been. And, and in fact, um, it you know, I kind of think it's a little bit under the radar that, like, people have always thought that Aiden Hill was pretty good. Like, Look at his current contract. Like he's making now what Vladar is making and people kind of look at Vladar. Yeah. Oh yeah. That guy is like a, he could be a number one somewhere else. And now you're looking at Hill and you say, yeah, yeah, pretty good. Um, they got him for a fourth rounder from San Jose. And there was sort of this notion that the skill was always there, but maybe the commitment or the work ethic wasn't there. Is that sort of, does that match up with what you've heard and how he's arrived here? Or is this just right place, right time goalies or voodoo? Honestly, I don't have any insight on the Aiden Hill story. Uh, I don't know what he was like. I, not enough to make a judgment call. I hadn't heard anyone whisper about him. Um, 
just seemed like an insurance piece that the Golden Knights were adding, given that they knew Robin Leonard was going to be missing the year. And I tend to subscribe to the theory in general that goalies are voodoo and you just, you never really like Bobrovsky is the perfect example. Like who saw this coming? No one. Yeah. And now it's entirely possible that the clock has struck midnight during this 10 day layoff and he turns into a pumpkin again in Vegas. Well, they got a line to go back to, so they're in good shape. Um, uh, and maybe we maybe we can wait a, a series as we're talking I mean. about the Golden Knights as Cup champs. But I know for fans in Calgary and probably fans in a lot of places, they would say, how long has Vegas been in the league? It's six years. So they've made the playoffs five times. They've been to the Cup final twice. Oh they goodness. have 10 series victories. Oof. Three head coaches. It's, it's amazing <sighs> what they've done. I don't know how they've done it because I, I, I didn't see it in year one and I've struggled. We've just talked about it. Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill and Mark Stone's back isn't any good and all of the cup final. They just continue to do it. Um, and, and they absolutely snot bubbled the stars last night. They deserve to be there. What was that? They snot what? bubbled. You know what it's like. Hmm. Maybe you need to know. Ruts, Ruts Man, I'm learning every, a lot of things during this hit. Yeah. Um, so what do we make of the Vegas Golden Knights? Should they be getting all of the respect in the world for how they've done and what they've been doing since entering the league? Or or what have we seen here? I'm really torn on answering that because I think in one way, the success speaks for itself. Like, I don't think you accidentally arrive at the Stanley Cup final twice in six years. It might happen once, but to then get to the conference final four times in six years That's no fluke. Um, I think the amazing part about what they've done is that this is totally different than their first team. Like their first roster right out of the gate with expansion was built on depth. And they were one of those teams that could just, you know, death by a thousand cuts of line after line, wave after wave. And they had these guys that were big money players in Marsha. So, and, and look at wild Bill Carlson and, and Riley Smith. Like they found a way to produce the wacky part about that is we're only six years later and there's only like four or five of them left from that first team. So it's, it's a whole different cast of characters. As I mentioned, the three different coaches that they've had now uh, in this spot, and when I look at their roster, one of the things that I think that they figured out their secret sauce is that they're actually really top heavy. They've got the guys that make a ton of coin and then they, they have a couple mid tier guys and then everyone else is like 750 grand. And I think that that, I think there is something to that in, in terms of the way teams are built is that's maybe one of the lessons moving forward is you know, I think Edmonton is one of those teams that's trying to replicate that a little bit. You know, you've got your McDavid and Dreisaitl and then your next tier of guys, which would be like the Hyman and Canes. And then after that, like you just pay everyone nothing. And so I I do think that there's something to be said for that in terms of how they've constructed their team. I think the Flames are one of those teams that are just kind of, they've got a ton of guys making a bunch of money that maybe just doesn't work. A lot of guys in the mid range. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and no, and no, well, now they do have the the star money in Huberto and Uyghur would count in that category as well, especially with the term, but man, it's a, it's an interesting thought process. 
Uh, the other thing about Vegas is they've been incredibly unloyal and don't have any interest in actually using their first rounders. And that's kind of worked, which they were kind of everyone's second favorite team, the plucky Golden yeah. Knights. Look at them doing this. And now it's like the black hat because Mark Andre Fleury out the door. Nate Schmidt was amazing out the Paul door. Paul Stasny. Not all Shreddy these guys that the they door. got rid yeah. like, of and not only got rid of, like jettisoned and like pissed everyone off. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said I was really torn in answering it because I do think that they've done a bunch of interesting and smart things. But at the same time, uh, they haven't been very loyal. And as you know, one Western Conference GM says to me repeatedly, if you want loyalty, get a dog. Mm. But more to the point, um, I also think they've like entirely screwed up their cap situation. Like they right out of the shoot, they were in cap hell and have been sort of perpetually since then, which is like, it's kind of like uh, the person that wins the lottery and blows all the money because you're like, guys, we just handed you a blank slate. How did you bleep this up so bad? You had the opportunity to do everything that all these other jackals didn't. And they fell into all the same traps. And yet in an odd way, they've still been successful. So I, I don't, I really don't, I don't know what to make of it other than that it works. And but I also can't, old Frank. Yeah. I can't argue with any of it. Like I don't like, they've gone and done things a totally different way than I think I would have, or a lot of other people might've seen it, but they freaking win. And now you've got the Florida Panthers in there and it's odd that, you feel like this is this, an accident, this young upstart, this, this, you know, Cinderella riding a goalie and all of this. And I'll tell you what, if you're sitting here in Calgary and you watch how much attention that Matthew Kachuk is getting, and he's the face of that franchise and he hasn't been there a bloody year, uh, stings a little bit, Frank won't lie to you, but it they're should. poised to do something kind of like LA when they went and won their first cup to face what four of the top five teams from the regular season and to just sneak in and to win all of these road games and overtime games. It's, it's lightning it, in a was, bottle. Yeah. Like wasn't it Montreal in 93 with John LeClaire? That's what it feels like. What when did they, they, they win 12 yeah. or 13 games in OT? Yeah. It, it does feel like they're hat trick from Eric Desjardins. Like what? Yeah. Where like did the these layoff, things come from? The layoff would concern me a little bit. I was reading, remember when Ottawa went to the cup final, they were rolling, they had a 10 or 11 day break or whatever it was. And then they, they were flat coming out. But I do like a lot of what we're, both of these teams, they have that depth. It feels like you can't just shut down one or two guys. You're going to have to do it as a team. But I, I feel like this is Florida's to lose in a weird way as impressive as Vegas has looked. Yeah, I, I don't know that I agree. I, I think there's something to, and Rhett, you'd be able to speak to this. There's something to being on an every other night rhythm where you're just absolutely unconscious. And then you get a 10-day break where everyone tells you how good you are. Yep. And, you know, Matthew Kachuk is on the circuit and he's wearing the elbow room shirt. And yep. God, I love that he's wearing the elbow room. And I need <laughs> to tell you that when I was at uh, All-Star Weekend this year, Never got a call from Rhett, by the way. Never an ask, never an invite to his whalebone spot or whatever that place is called. Uh, I, I went to the elbow room, I think, three times. And every single time, I saw the entire Kachuk clan just posted right up inside. Like, right as soon as you get past the bouncer. It was like, oh, yeah, there's there's Big Walt. It was amazing. Like, like epic. The, the Kachuk family does not mess around ever. 
So Rhett didn't hand deliver that bottle he owes you, I guess. That was a great oh, opportunity. Yeah, could have done. Weird. I, I never saw you. I gave it to a guy that. that looked like you. Yeah, what did he look like? Yeah. Frank. Uh, anyway, we let's move on because there's some uh, NHL coaching news that has taken place. Obviously, Calgary, we believe they've begun their search. They better hurry up because it looks like some uh, it's musical chairs. So tell us about what's happened with uh, the Washington Capitals today. Yeah, Spencer Carberry is their guy. Not really a shock given that the connection was there. The, um, you know, sort of coached in Hershey for three years plus and really got a good sense of the organization and them of him. Hershey's a little bit unique in that they kind of do their own thing, but obviously the communication factor between NHL and AHL team is interesting. Uh, Someone that just in talking to some people who have played for Spencer Carberry has this kind of it factor, um, this presence that goes with him um, that, you know, he was in demand. He had interviewed in a number of different spots, including Anaheim. I believe they talked, he talked to Nashville as well. And we'll get to Nashville in a second and how clunky that was, but Carberry just seemed to fit and they got the sort of next up and coming coach after going with a number of experienced guys for the last few hires from Peter Labiolette to then, uh, you know, before that they had Barry Trotz in there and, and in between, um, I'm blanking on the guy's name in Pittsburgh, the defense coach. Um, was but a finalist they, here too, the, the guy they ended up hiring out. Yeah, and so they were in a spot where they've been through a bunch of guys. Now they got the up-and-comer that hopefully this can be someone that in a year of transition, uh, Todd Reardon was the guy's name that I was thinking of, um, that they, they're, they're going to have some big roster decisions to make. How does someone like a Carberry mesh with a guy like Ovechkin? That's going to be a big question. You mentioned Laviolette and you mentioned Nashville and both of those uh, entities also kind of swirling. It sounds like Laviolette and the Rangers and our, it sounds like there's rumor mill about uh, Nashville finding a guy. Today. None. Yeah, so Nashville, oof, um, I'll tell you what I can. Um, they're made, they've made the coaching change. Um, I'm told John Hines was informed within the last hour that he is out. And they told him before, like maybe a few weeks ago, that they were going to go through a process. Now, uh, they did interview some people. And I think this is where it gets really clunky because Barry Trotz, of all people, should understand um, how janky that process can be. And I always think if if you're interviewing people for a position that you haven't fired someone yet like haven't you already made your decision don't you know that you need to move on they didn't do that until today and here's the thing it does seem that andrew brunette is going in there you see the report from kevin weeks all i can tell you is that it's not done yet it's expected to happen you know they haven't really gone that far down the pike yet other than that they've interviewed andrew brunette i think on multiple days they really like him. He scored the first ever goal in Preds franchise history, but not done yet. Expected to happen. But man, how do you let John Hines dangle out there if you're Barry Trotz? Really awkward. I know that's the world we live in now. Like shit happens. Things people find out things that you know, and it becomes public quickly. But kind of leaves an ugly taste uh, in the mouth of a lot of coaches. I can tell you that. 
What? Well, I saw that. Sorry, so I was just going to say, when I saw that report this morning, I was like, geez, I guess I haven't been paying attention. I didn't know there was a vacancy in no. Nashville. And then it's like, well, I guess there was oh, a very short, very short vacancy in Nashville. So, do they just see Burnett as a guy that's going to be a stud and this is our chance to get him before someone else does? I think that was part of it. I also think, obviously, the connection, he has a Nashville connection um, that also helps, you know, being played for Barry Trotz uh, in Nashville. Um, and, and someone that I think a lot of people viewed as he got screwed in Florida, that he helped that team stepping in. Joel Quenville was 7-0 and when he was removed as head coach and suspended by the NHL. Andrew Brunette steps in. They win the President's Trophy 122-point season, and Bill Zito turns around and says, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. I'm going in another direction. Obviously, the right touch with Paul Maurice, not to say that Andrew Brunette couldn't have done the same thing, but then Brunette goes to New Jersey, and, and New Jersey exceeds expectations, and here you are with uh, seven, well, now six other vacancies after um, Nashville and Washington have now been uh, taken care of, where he probably had five other teams uh, outside of the New York Rangers request permission to speak to him, that he was getting a job and it was just a matter of where and when. Laviolette, New York Rangers, it sure sounds like that's the connection. There's lots of smoke there. I have no look. Chris Drury is as secretive as Lou Lamorello. He is as paranoid too. Um, I have no indication that that's the case. I I mentioned Laviolette four weeks ago as someone that made perfect sense. Played his only NHL games as a member of the New York Rangers. Has coached four other Metropolitan Division teams. has been to three different Stanley Cup finals with three different teams. He, he makes sense for a team that got to the conference final uh, one year ago and took a humongous step back, losing to the Devils this year. One that's also going to have some changes, but if you're expecting to win, this is a guy that gets an immediate bump uh, as whenever he steps behind a bench. So that leaves, what, Anaheim, Calgary, and am I missing anyone? Columbus, Columbus, that's right. Uh, potentially the Toronto Maple Leafs, potentially the Ottawa Senators. Uh, there's a whole lot going on. So it's Rangers, Sens, Leafs, Flames, Ducks, and I know I'm missing someone. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot, lot happening. Uh, let's talk Calgary for a moment. I, I think there was some thought that maybe Brunette, just with his ties, obviously with Uyghur and more importantly, Huberto. Uh, he was on the sense. list. But if that's not the case, I uh, also heard there was uh, overtures made by Conroy to talk to Laviolette, but it was like, oh, Laviolette might have some other things on the go. I, I do wonder, and you threw his name out months ago, if Mitch Love is looking more and more like the guy here. I mean, I, I've kind of always thought Mitch Love was the guy. And then you heard Craig Conroy speak and lay out his thought process as to what he would like to see happen. And I'm like, yep, makes sense. Mitch Love, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you go through the list and every part of the job description would seem to indicate that this would be Mitch Love's job. But they're they're going through the same kind of process that they did in order to, to land Craig Conroy, who was already internal. They're giving the other internal guys an opportunity, Ryan Huska, Kirk Muller, 
Um, Gerard Gallant is expected to interview for the position. I think, you know, that's been one of the questions that Craig Conroy has been asking is, do you want to be a Calgary Flame? That's the first, you know, question that he's sort of asking his players as he goes through the process. That's what he wants to find out in terms of head coaching candidates as well. Do you want to be coaching the Calgary Flames? In your mind, or in because in all the years that you've covered the league and the executive and hockey people that you've talked to, is there a prerequisite list? And it's because it's nothing's ever you know one hundred percent one way or the other. There's no exact way. But is there something that you feel like over the years you've seen that this is this is what you want to see from a coaching candidate before? they get a head coaching job? Is it number of years? Is it success? Is it championships? Is there any kind of criteria that you feel like you've seen? That's a successful coach, and this is what it takes to succeed at that next level. Well, I think you'd want to see a track record of success. You'd like to see championships at other levels. Um, But for me, the biggest thing, and I think sometimes people get fooled with this, Um, as part of the interview process, because some people are just schmoozers and they can talk. You got like, to me, more than X's and O's system, style of play, tempo, all those types of things. You have to be a good communicator. I truly believe that being an NHL head coach now is way more about being a psychologist than it is about being a tactician, because you can have someone on your bench How many times do we see timeouts late in games where it's not the head coach that's drawing up the plays? doesn't really matter. That shit comes up every now and again, uh, especially in game where you're making a tactical change. It's, It's about feel. It's about getting the most out of your players. What makes them tick? Finding out what each guy, what, what you can do to press his button to get the most out of him. And some guys, that may be leaving alone. Some guys, it may be a constant daily communication. There's a feel to it. It's getting to know everyone personally, their family, all those things that go into it um, that I think is what distinguishes a really good head coach from someone that um, can just come in and have average success and maybe catch lightning in a bottle, all those things. It's the difference between sustained success and just a a factory. And I think, unfortunately, there's a bunch of guys that um, that have had a lot of success in this league that are just on autopilot. Doesn't really matter. You could just put a different windbreaker on them, change the color of their tie, slap them from one team to another. And it's the same thing, wash, rinse, and repeat, do the same damn thing at the rink every day, the same tricks, the same motivational plays and pulls that you just end up being on the the cycle where you're two years, three years and out. Disagree or agree, Rhett? Sorry, go ahead, Rhett. Well, I I agree. I think that that's what's... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Keenan and those the old school guys used to bully guys around into playing hard. And there was they could manipulate guys that way, and you could send them down and bring them back up. You can't do that anymore. I think that good coaches when those guys were success, successful, I think they had great rooms or great assistant coaches. And those are the guys, the great rooms kind of eliminated the bullying for the players and, and made it fun for the for the team to play. Or the assistant coaches were the guys that were the, the buffer zone kind of thing, where they were the guys that were able to walk into the room after a, a coach snapped and give guys shit, and they were the ones to rally the group together. So I think, I think there's always been some of that needed, but I think it's even more important right now. GM-wise... I just again, I've taken a lot in and trying to see it. Sure, you talk about things that feel like they're going to an eventuality. Um, Brad Treliving, GM of the Leafs, Kyle Dubas, Pittsburgh. Uh, I, I, I hear you. I wanted to ask you, what are you hearing on both sides? I well, Brad Treliving in Pittsburgh makes, or sorry, in Toronto. Whew, not to go down that oh. path, it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I don't think they're there yet. I, I think the process is ongoing. The Leafs continue to speak to people. I, I you know, I had heard some people whispering, are the Flames get, or, oh my God, it's all are right. the Leafs getting close to uh, to talking contract with Brad Tree Living? Like how close is this? Because time is of the essence. I think that's premature as best as I can tell. But I, you know, I think Brennan Shanahan's on an intelligence gathering mission to find out as much as he can about the Leafs, much in the same way that the Flames were before they settled on on Craig Conroy and chose him. Um, I think he's the front runner, Brad Tree living in Toronto. But beyond that, uh, Kyle Dubas, like I, whew, I don't, I don't know how. And look, maybe this will happen today, and I'll look as big of an idiot as I did saying that 
uh, Eichel and Bobrovsky's contracts are terrible. I don't know how Kyle Dubas can give an answer to the Pittsburgh Penguins without at least getting clarity on the Ottawa Senators and who's going to own that team and whether he has a chance. Those two jobs are not even in the same ballpark in terms of intrigue and interest level. And especially when you add in the little factor, the little wrinkle that Kyle Dubas grew up a Sens fan, like it just checks so many more boxes. I don't, I don't know how you could possibly just jump at the first job that's available to you. And frankly, at this exact moment in time, the only job that's available. So I don't know what happens there. I think they, t- they gave Kyle Dubas the weekend to give them an answer. Obviously he's the guy that they want and they've put their process on hold. I just don't know if it's going to be a yes. And I think the longer this goes on, the less I'm convinced that it will be. Man, Ottawa's sexy all of a sudden. What a world. It Shit changes quick. Well, yeah, guess what? The ownership change will do that. And yeah. look how exciting Ottawa was all year long in the marketplace, not to sprinkle on anyone's grave, but everyone was like, this is different now. Mm-hmm. And they got a new rink coming. It's just a matter of like, okay, you've got to figure out how, but it's it's going to get done. You're going to get a billion dollars for that team. And the, the Penguins sold for what, around 800 a couple of years ago? That's yeah, wild. Around, around nine. And the Penguins thing included some land and they obviously have their new building in place. But man, to think that we're in a world where a billion US dollars for the Ottawa Senators, like one of the perpetually poor teams in the NHL, <laughs> I, I, I have, I honestly, I have no words. Frank, appreciate you. We've taken a lot of your time today. Uh, sorry about that shush thing. Ah, that's all right. I it wasn't shush. I'm still so waiting for the for that we'll, bottle. We'll review it. Okay. Not. Hey, what are we gonna be? Are we gonna be hanging out in Nashville? Well, I just got working. I got back from Nashville. When do you go to, for the? I don't know if you heard this what thing. Are... There's the draft. Oh yeah, that's right. I and I'm just... not talking about a draft beer. I'm talking about the NHL too, draft. Man. What about the NHL Combine? Are you coming to Buffalo for the NHL Combine? I did that once, and I will never go again. <laughs> I don't even like watching like Others? women in spandex working out at the gym. I'm definitely not going to watch a bunch of 18-year-old guys throw weights around and run shuttles. All right. All right. Uh, Finally, you and Red agree on something. He hated yeah. that shit, too. Yeah, There's I a chance, That's uh, probably why I never, ever get to the gym. Yeah. All right, Frankie boy. Take care, buddy. We'll talk See to you next week. See you guys. There he is. Frank Cervalli, our NHL insider. Brought to you by Bonton Meat Market Calgary. Tradition, you see it there since 1921. 28 Crowfoot Circle in the Northwest. They are the very best at what they do. Visit them today. Check them out online, bontonmeatmarket.com. Support local and uh, treat yourself. It's barbecue season. Get after it. Um... You did now? Did you shush him? I don't think I shushed Frank. No, I did definitely did not. No, you didn't. No, I didn't. I would not do that. Jack, do we have the tape? So, uh, so if in fact Andrew Burnett lands in Nashville, and I think Laviolette seemed like a long shot anyway, um, for for in Calgary. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Nashville. Um. It does. It does kind of feel like it's coming back to Mitch Love, does it not? Lance, the only big sexy name left at this point, uh, and like that's with the notion that Babcock and Quenville aren't PR hires you could make. 
I just don't think the Flames are shopping in that aisle anyway. Like those are all high price coaches. I believe. Can I uh, only to argue? Yeah, because I th thought about this week. Why? How? How is love? I guess leapfrogged Ryan Huska because he's won at the American League level. Ryan Husk has not been at the American League level for six or seven years, right? Like, it, no, I know. Yeah, I, I think it's that's easy to say rest. that. I'm not, and I guess I'm not against it. I'm just curious because I'm pretty sure the rumblings were that Huska was on lists last year to be. I think he interviewed with Detroit. Yeah, Chicago, Chicago Detroit. Yeah. Right. I, 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 it's I, a curiosity I, question. I'm just kirk muller like there was rumors that he was going to fill the shoes when daryl left as well i'd heard that at the time of the hiring yeah you know right? what it is retro i think it's it's what it's what have you done for me lately it's about getting the sexiest object at the time you've got a guy who is what back-to-back -back ahl coaches of coach of the year awards yep. and that right now in when you want what what's hot what's the hot thing in a weird way mitch love is kind of the hot thing and can you have both you can but not if you don't hire Mitch Love as head coach. You've already got Ryan Huska. Now, maybe he says, okay, if, if I don't get this, I'm leaving. But I, I don't, my knowledge of Ryan, I don't believe he's that type of guy. And I think, you know, I, I think Ryan Huska is also a real candidate here. I think he's been given probably equal time as Mitch Love in terms of the process thus far. I just think you don't risk losing Ryan Huska as much as you risk losing Mitch Love if you don't hire him here. And I don't think it's about, oh, how do we like not lose a guy the most? But, what more can Mitch Love have done for you in the last two years? I didn't win shit. So, what do you mean? What more could he have done for you? Win a champion? Oh, okay, yeah. I, I just I look at the roster and I look at the coach of the year and I look at two runs to the you know to decent what? deep runs longer than any that Huska or Kale McLean had at that level. And I like both those guys a ton, but I, I think they're both candidates. I don't the think problem, one is. And I'm arguing this to argue, yeah. so yeah, yeah. don't. AHL, if you're not smart enough to realize, like, and I have not compared rosters to what Huska coached and Mitch Love coached, <laughs> AHL is about what the GM stocks in your system and doesn't yep. take or use, right? Like, it really is. It is a lot of the times it's it, it's based on that alone. It's also a ton of teaching because of the amount of turnover you have at that level. Like you have to continually reinforce all of your philosophies, all your systems, your best guys get taken away. You get head cases coming down, yeah. down in the dumps. Wacy rabbit put a pretty strong um, vote for Mitchell Love last week, given that he sort of followed where Mitch has coached before and understands a bit of Mitch's coaching roots. Uh, that was, he had some interesting tidbits on Friday. But he doesn't I, know I, Ryan Huska from a hole in the wall then. I don't know if he does or not. Yeah. Right? Like, it, you can't uh, – It's again, it's nothing against Wacy, but to say because Wacy says that yeah, yeah. Mitch is no, it's just more context because he's followed him, I guarantee you there's guys Huska, – Huska's the best, right? Like, again, arguing for the sake of arguing, but it, it's, it's interesting to think that like that, well, we don't need Huska. We need love. Because remember, Huska was – he was not a lot dissimilar, right? He had a, a, a great junior career, Western Hockey League, American Hockey League, highly regarded, players loved him. And you're right, because he's weird that you would be an assistant at the NHL level, but somehow you're 
becoming less attractive than you would be as a head guy? Like, should you have just stayed in the American Hockey League? Yeah. Do you turn down an, an assistant coaching job at the NHL? Well, like, some guys aren't heads. Like, I don't know that Husky is or isn't. I'm not saying he is, but there there is a difference between being a great assistant and a head coach in this league. We've seen it twice with the recent hires here. Glenn Galton, not a head coach in this level at this time. And it, also Jeff Ward, great assistant, not a good head coach at this level. Like, it's not the same job. And maybe Ryan Huska is best at this job, or maybe they've missed it, and he is going to be a great head coach. We don't know at this point. At this point, Mitch Love looks like a, the best coach in the American League two years in a row. Like, it feels like Dustin Wolf. We don't know what he is at the next level, but it's time to find out, or what are you doing? Would you have – how much confidence would you have like you, because I agree with you. Some guys are just assistants, and maybe if you're close to it, to your point, there's no shame in it. But maybe you've come to the conclusion that Huska, great support guy, and I'm not. But I, I'm just throwing it out there. That yeah, it's and, not I, and I am too. I'm just throwing yeah. it. So if you've decided, he not went your through. He, to he's make. done the same thing that Mitch Love did. Is is there something that Mitch Love gives you today in 2023 that says, okay, this this <laughs> this was different, right? It's this is what drives me nuts about Pinder because he goes like this. Ah, he didn't really, and technically he didn't. But it, you go back to what we just talked about and agreed on. What you're handed in the AHL by the GM and the team that is right, like the trickle down to the AHL. Oh yeah is what you have success with. I think they had the same AGM running the team. You could, but you could, yes. you could have a team that is straight shit and you finish third in your division and you win a playoff round and lose in round two. You may have done more with that team yes. than and somebody who had I agree. I agree. a very I good... I don't think people looked at the Calgary Wranglers rosters and said, oh my God, look how good this team is. Like We know there's a great goalie there, but they're relatively young in that league. There's not a lot of quad A you're paying a guy too much money to come be a leader down there and because he's so good. It, it, this was not a stacked roster. There was a lot of people around the league that thought Abbotsford had a better roster than them wow. because they had some of the Canucks guys down at that point that were helpful. Like I think that he's done a very, very good job, and it's not just here. It's also in Saskatoon. Uh, Ryan Huskins teams were solid. They were never this good, and the roster quality, I don't know there was a huge gap necessarily. Kale McLean also coached some teams. They were some, they were good, not great. I mean, Does I don't that anything have to do with the fact that they got to play in Calgary this year. Like anyway, I don't know. We went to last year in Stockton, so maybe, maybe not. I mean, right? Like I don't, I have no idea. We don't know. That's the problem with this. Like it's just you've got to be really well. Clear. And let's be honest, coaching is a little voodoo-y as well, right? Sure. Look at yeah, Daryl and Bob were the best in the league and fired the next year. Both of them here. Yeah. I still and we'll, and we'll talk about it obviously as we get down to it and then a coach is is named. I think it's like you said, right? It's less about is Mitch Love a good coach? He's got to be, right? He's got to be to a certain degree. He's got to be a very good coach. Yep. Whoever's behind the bench, can you navigate through the Cadre waters, the Huberto waters? Yep. Integrating youth with veterans because you're going to have both. You're going to have some very young guys. And some aged guys. You're going to have both here. And that's not going to be easy for whoever the hell gets it. I think other... that's a hard part. Sorry, Ryan. It was I go back to Dallas Eakins, who was supposed was the next. Right? Yeah. right? When he first got a head coaching job in the NHL, I was like, oh, finally, he's here. Mm-hmm. He's really going to take off. He was shit. It was awful. In him. It did not go well, right? And so you're... 
this is why go, this is why coaching can be you get pissed off as a fan when they re, just regurgitate guys but then they hire someone new and he doesn't have success and you're like what the hell are they why didn't they get someone that was proven right i and saw I, I this is a big one because there's been so much coaching turnover in this team well maybe ugh, wow really got my own head there for a second maybe it's not a big one maybe that's now what's going to be happen for coaches you get a no, couple years i think you were right carry. i think it is a big one you need to find a way to not be an asshole you have to be relatable but you still have to have some level of respect that when you need to drop the hammer that your word has some some clout to it the guys aren't just going to roll their eyes at you i do worry about it i think i think the conroy that was we could all see Craig Conroy doing that. I feel like this coaching one is, it's the trickier of the two by far. The one we thing we haven't talked about either. It's an incredibly difficult transition to move from assistant to head on the same team in the same room on the same yep. bench. Yep. That's working against Kale and Ryan Huska as, as guys. Yeah. And Kirk Muller, to be fair. And whoever's in charge of the power play, <laughs> I think it's for Kirk. I don't think that helps you. But that it just doesn't work. Very often, yeah. It, it all it either works so it almost seems like it's an obvious. Oh yeah, he has to be right. It's a it's an obvious progression, or it doesn't work. Right. It's almost like the the assistant coach is so good he almost pushes the top guy out, takes over, which doesn't happen very often. You're right. It is hard to go from assistant to coach in yeah. the same organization. But I think to, to to go right back to the beginning, I think Huska and Love are, are serious candidates. Both are going to get a lot of FaceTime with Connie in this interview process if they haven't already. And cool. what's it? And what's Iggy want to do? Yeah, what does Iggy want to do? Hey, did you see Tange at the uh, Worlds? Man, the guy looked good. I know what he's doing. Um, Don't talk about the Worlds because it's irrelevant. Yeah, I know. That's right. right yeah, I forgot about no. that. Value should be value. surfing, right? Ref, yes, health going. Don't go over there. If you want to go to Riga, go to Riga, play some hockey. If you want to go surfing in Australia, go to Australia. It's the same thing. Pinner report coming up, but first, I uh, we've talked a lot retro about you and your dog. People still ask me, so you still, uh, you know, we don't need to get into it. I, I don't know if it's no, more yes. of a touchy subject at your place, but I didn't know Kids? that you were a, a cat guy. Oh, he's always he loves cats. Right? I'm a you cat cats, burglar. Eh? Yeah, because yeah. Um, we have, uh, I thought you were in, in Nashville because I got this video sent to me. This is clearly not from Nashville. Last maybe, week? maybe you took your cat with you to Nashville. Wait, but, uh, a lot of eye-opening. Outdoor dental, Dr. Jay Patel. He is the man. Dentistry with no needles, no drills, no stress. The Solea laser treatment is cutting edge. It's world-class. There are, like, there's two in the city of Calgary, and this is one of them. In addition to the dental treatment, it can also help cure snoring, sleep apnea. It's it's brutal. It, your quality of sleep, the amount you, of sleep you get, it totally affects how good you are at work, how good you are with those, with those around you, family, husbands, father, the whole thing. Two 15-minute treatments to increase the tension in the soft palate will reduce snoring, non-surgical, obviously. It's pain-free. And more video coming in. I, again, I didn't know... What I was more shocked at, the, the fact that you had uh, fallen asleep again because of your apnea, it's you're tough, not using right the machine now. anymore, or or the end of it. Let's take a look at the video here that was, uh, again, anon anonymously uh, sent in. See, that looks like your place in 
Dress mm-hmm. socks. Buffalo. Dress bear. pants. Looking sharp, retro. You're right. There is there's a little salt in the beard, as you had said. Yeah, I got like chips there. What are you munching on, Rat? <laughs> and look. That's my cat. What's the cat's name? Uh, Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> keeping an look. Oh, memor. Keeping an eye on you there. Well, does pets are helpful because they'll slap you when they yeah. when you stop breathing. Well, scarred like, me there. That's protecting the boss. What's going on here? So, next time I know you're coming to town, right? Uh, girl or boy, Memphis? What is it? I'll send a I'll send a sonar over to Dr. J and see if we can get you in there. Get you into outdoor dental and get you looked at. Two 15-minute treatments and your snoring will uh, I mean I don't want to don't want to you know cured, gone, but get in there, have an it assessment and oh. uh, and start enjoying your life. Get better sleep, quality of sleep, amount of sleep, it changes everything. And it's right here in Calgary, Outdoor Dental, the website outdoor.dental. Go and visit Dr. J. Patel. Book yourself in for an assessment today. Uh, Betway Bet's coming up. We'll do the Pinder Report right now, a presentation of Village Honda. It is the uh, million-dollar buying event. The used car event continues. They are Things are happening up at Village. Top dollar for your vehicle. They'll buy yours even if you don't buy theirs. Sell them your vehicle, and you could win. You would win a tropical cruise for two. Find out more online, villagehonda.com. Village Honda presents the Pinder Report. Well, Rhett, luckily that phony baloney tournament, the World Championships, is over. So we don't talk about any of this nonsense shite hockey. We don't want you talking about it anyway, Pinder, the jerks. Screw that. Let's get out of here. They don't want to show us the videos. Let's start with the NHL, I guess, if we have to. We have a Western Conference champion, and it was not competitive, Dean. Uh, this was, ben was going to get a like hat a, trick and force game cross seven. Score we had last night. Aiden Hill, another shutout. Uh, they moving on. Vegas, just more goaltending chaos. They didn't touch it, Red. They're cupping his breasts, but they're not touching the trophy. They are cupping. That's yes. scary. They're holding them back. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. They pinched his nipples. It looked like he was in pain there. It's like it's give him stupid. a nipple twist. You don't touch it. Touch it if you don't. Don't. It's not. Doesn't make any difference. I could. I know for a fact. Well, see, that's I've Rhett's proven fact. it. But uh, <laughs> Vegas facts that uh, were unveiled afterwards was that they had a few guys that had won it before, and they had arrived as a team on the decision not to touch. Ooh. I Maybe touched. I didn't touch, and I overtouched. It, Lost them all. Could you uh, walk us through overtouching the whales or is that idiot again um, carrying it into the dressing room? That's overtouching. overtouching now, now you've yeah. gone too far. Mm-hmm. You've gone too if far. you had so if, if now if you get there for a fourth time, when you get there the fourth yeah. time, will you touch over under no touch? I, I probably won't touch because I really have I've, I've, I've done it. Yeah, I've, I've experienced it. There's only one I won't touch. So so no touch. No. Well, no I won't even go uh, when I'm on behind the bench and we win. I won't even go on the ice. I'll be in the room sipping a cold one. Oh, you got ready for the next series. Put yeah. that effing thing away. We've got more hockey to play. All right. There we have it. Kick Bill um, Daly in the balls. Tell him to fuck off. There Get was uh, a few things that happened in the wake of the victory, but uh, on Twitter, the first thing the Vegas Golden Knights did was 
absolutely clobber the San Jose Sharks. So the Sharks have been big Dallas fans because they don't like the Golden Knights. This all goes back to round one with that crazy penalty to Joe Pavelski, the goals at the major penalty. Sharks were definitely team stars, and they weren't afraid to say it. Look at this, beat Vegas, everything go Dallas. The Sharks don't want the Knights to win. And, and we'll get a closer look at that logo. They've even adopted some sort of a Dallas mascot there. Is that Pavelski's number? Uh, I don't know. That's but Ottinger, yeah. That's okay, otter. that's Otter. That's yeah. that, that all makes sense now. I didn't know why Pavelski was a bear. That's Otter. Thank you. <laughs> so the Sharks are all team stars. And rather than, you know, let's go down to ice level with Mark Stone, right after the victory, the Vegas Golden Knights clap back on the Sharks. <laughs> so, priorities, right, Dean? It is, yeah. Gotta have focus in the playoffs. So the the clapback was the uh, the the clown meme. Are you familiar with the clown meme, guys? I'm not familiar. So with there's it. like four stages in getting dressed as a clown, and they're walking the San Jose Sharks through each. Uh, miss the playoffs, that you put on your foundation. Uh, you lose the draft lottery. Let's get your makeup on. <laughs> Jump on the Stars bandwagon. There's your wig, and away we go. Watch Vegas advance to the Stanley yeah, Cup finals. I love now. these petty, petty yeah. Twitter beefs. Aren't they great? <laughs> The transformation is complete. Yes, very there astute it is. by Vegas. Yeah, well done. Oh boy, and the the star, or excuse me, yes, the Sharks then tweeted back, uh, "Boy, uh, five minutes. Hey, that's that's what you came up with. I, I remember a major penalty. Five minutes. Here was what we did. Score, 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 score. So uh, Twitter beef. We're back, baby. We're back. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Here's something uh, less interesting. It's the schedule for the Stanley Cup final. We know it's Florida. We know it's Vegas. And if you look closely, there's an off day every time there's travel. Games one and two, extra day off. Games three and four, then an extra day off. Game five, extra day off. Game six, extra day off. Game seven, uh, you, everyone gets off days after that. This could take a while. We're talking um, hmm, 17 days if it goes seven. June 19th feels like, and that's potential, a game seven. That yeah. feels like really late to be ending a, a playoff series in a, in a non-COVID year or whatever the hell you want to call it. How warm is it going to be in these two markets on uh, June 16th and 19th, respectively, if we need six and seven? Pretty hot. Pretty hot. Well, we'll know because we're going, right? Oh, obviously, yeah. Well, can't wait. mention that, but clearly. Uh, coaching changes in the NHL today. We, we heard from Frank. Here is what we know. Spencer Carberry, a uh, hot, young, up-and-coming coach. Uh, that had worked prior in the Washington organization is their next head coach. That's from Trick El Bashir, who uh, covers the Caps. There he is as an assistant with the Leafs. Hagan and a head coach now, back where he's got some familiarity with the organization. And it's expected that Andrew Burnett, who was so unjustly not kept by the Panthers a year ago, going to be the next uh, Preds head coach. You're pointing, Dean that's what Kevin Weeks is reporting, oddly with the top half of his head and a fountain in the background. Uh, I'm pointing because what was the guy's name that went to Washington? Spencer, Spencer Carberry. The card, the card player. Yep. Delicious. Uh, carb loading. Uh, why was Mitch the most sought-after coach in minor hockey or uh, in the uh, HL. AHL hockey? Was he interviewed for those jobs? I don't know if Mitch was interviewed for any of these openings. It was does he have a job and he's not allowed? Uh, I don't know. I think uh, if you're an American League head, I would think you're typically allowed to interview for head coaching jobs. That's considered a significant 
promotion. Do you, do you get what I'm getting at here? I haven't heard that he has or hasn't been allowed, but we heard he was a candidate outside of Calgary. I didn't hear that. Do you want to tell us what you're getting at? <laughs> I see I'm, what he's getting at. He's, uh, I mean, it could be two things. It could be, you know, in, we heard all about Brad for living not being able to interview, so there's that. But there's also, if he's this, you know, highly sought after candidate, is he in fact sought after? Is he actually sought after? Or is he only sought after because we know of him? And I'm trying to remember which insider reported that he'd be a he's a candidate for multiple openings. It's a week ago. We'll see. And that you know what? Like, look, talk to lots of guys, right? You want to talk to the guy that won HL Coach of the Year twice? I would. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's the point that's being made. I think the uh, is he in fact talking? Has he had interviews? I do not know the answer. Well, Why don't we know? I these thought things. this was the Pinder report. Come on, Pinder for. Do you want to mix it up, or what should I do here? You know what? It's just like last night. I turned on the hockey, and it's terrible, so I got to go watch Smokey and the Bandit. I might as well turn it. You, you don't even know what. Here's what we got talking to Mitch Love. I'll, I'll My get hat it. flew off, Daddy. Hope you can't. Oh, your goddamn head was in it. Rhett, grab yourself a Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper. We got some oh, NBA man. hoops to talk. We got a final. A Dino. Heartbreak Man. Hotel for the Boston Celtics. And how about Boston and South Florida? Boston becomes the first city to lose a home game seven to an eight seed in both the hockey and the basketball. That's good for all the putzes in Boston. They're arrogant. Oh, enough. That's, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Florida got your number. Sorry, Boston. Those mass holes will be in tough right now, hey? Jeez. Yeah. Our boy Mike Soroka was pitching yesterday, right? You like that mass hole? That's yeah, because it's mass. Yeah. Uh, Soroka six innings yesterday and his return to the bigs after over 1200 days between appearances, just five hits allowed. Not bad over six problem was eh, a couple walks, four and runs. Didn't he clunk he, a few guys? A couple hit plunk? batsmen. Is it, a is it a plunk or a clunk? Which uh, plunk yeah. be, yeah. yeah he yeah. plunked a couple and then a three run shot. Uh, the other than that though, hell of a return. We're happy for you, buddy. Damn yep. right. Michael. In the National League Rookie of the Year race. Those are great unis, hey? For Michael Soroka. I don't know what that glob is in the shoulder. Beautiful talk which jerseys. He's had to rework his arsenal as well. Atlanta the Blue and red. What's good about him? It's the logo. The with the uh shut up. I just like the logo. Look at those hey, jerseys. I really hey, like unis. the logo. Great. Way to go. Uh, and uh, the other thing we love there, Aussie commentator. Remember we heard the other day how oh, we need more Aussie commentators? Yeah. Now we're pushing it too far. We have Brad, Aussie Brad, and Aussie Liam Hendricks returned to the mound yesterday as well. You Beating cancer, Aussies. returning for the White Sox. Can we talk about a guy coming back after cancer, Dean, or is this too much for you? you it's you fine. It's fine. Right. I'm happy for him. It's a great story. But it's, Hendricks it's uh, Aussies. wasn't the, the greatest of performances, but uh, in tears, his wife cheering and yelling. Congrats to Liam. Oh boy, Liam. After missing all last season, beating cancer. Oh boy. Rhett, this is going to be awkward. Baseball in Australia. They don't play baseball. They play cricket. That's right. So that's why he throws the ball. Doesn't hit it. Um, but yeah, I guess the cricket bat too. Uh, Rhett, we got an awkward video. You had the cat and the snoring. This no, one's worse. Sound up, please, Jack. We've got a video of this alleged gym that Rhett's at. The pseudo celebrity. You know, the guys walking around flame shirts. They're nice. Play for that team. Here's Rhett showing off the quads. Let's have a listen. 
Watch the back. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. That can't be. Come on. That's wet. That's a lot of things. And it's not good. I'm sorry, Red. Jeez. The, room. the guy literally just dropped away. He's like, see ya. <laughs> I'm okay. not waiting to find out. <laughs> I love that he kept going. That's... Some instant fart analysis. Because yes, I feel like I'm in the forefront of this. Yeah. That's by design because he was recording it, right? The phone was set up. He, I don't. Nope. That does not look like to me a guy who is looking for gains that he's going to go back and watch his video after to see, hey, did you see how many Fair plates point. I had? Yeah. You the lingo he even. knew he was going to load his drawers. Yeah. And he did. That's ballsy. <sighs> that has not ended well. That's my guess there. You gambled and lost. Everybody kept going. He did a couple more reps. Yeah. We got one more of that, Jack, just because I, I like the, the delay from hearing it. And it's like, is that what I just thought? And does he oh, look at the camera? Because if there's, a, if he then looks at the camera, let's take a look like, here. Oh, Either okay. way, Detective Dean on the case. Oh. Maybe it's now. Oh, he looks. Yeah. Is that Maybe. not? This dude's got the man. But you sure this isn't you, Pinder? <laughs> Might have been me. A lot of plates there. This is just a humble brag. I want to show you a strong man. Look at the, look at the guy. <laughs> No, underrated part is the dude on the left. He's out of here. He just drops the plate and is out. Fuck this. See it? Nope. Not ready to find out. I'm done. See up. Oh, we got that. And then we've got a new way to kill time at the bar. And I know, Rhett, this is probably one of your wheelhouse items. Just games at the pub. Keep the guys engaged. You know, they don't want to do chugging contests all the time. Not just another shot. We need things to entertain us. Check out this genius move. This is called Roomba Pool. There is a house. Which color do we like, boys? Pick a color. Quick, Dean. Pick a color. What ball number do you want? Let's go. Oh. Oh. Oh, just missed. Like, I want this televised. We got tag on TV. We watch poker during the lockouts. I'd, I'd watch this. Come on now. And then what was it? Orange ball one. There we go. First guy in wins the cash. Beautiful stuff. You're muted, bud. <laughs> Very creative. Yes. Just bring your room. Very. In the I don't know how we started it, but whoever did, just genius. And you know what? Those pool tables, you buy one and eventually you stop using it. Yes. Now it's back, baby. Let's go. That's it. It's pen report. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Turn your vehicle into cash today during the million dollar buying event. They'll buy yours even if you don't buy theirs. Sellers receive a tropical cruise for two exclusively at Village Honda. Go into Village and have a cup of coffee from their amazing coffee machine. Isn't it the best? Go upstairs, say hi to Anthony. He's probably going to be wearing a three-piece suit. He looks unbelievable. Boardroom's upstairs. His office yeah. is sneaky downstairs. Oh, it's, it's right. It's it, and it's yeah. Mm -hmm. So so do both. And then start talking, whatever football or whatever he wants. Oh yeah, to talk Dutch about. soccer. He's anything yeah, Dutch footy. 
Yeah. Your dealership for life is Village Honda, Northwest Auto Mall, online at villagehonda.com. Uh, we Beth's. So, and am I going to stay here next week to interview Conroy? Well, I thought you were coming out. I know. Well, the, the, the word came out today that Mr. Conroy will be in the below on Sunday. Oh, shit. Well, when's he back? And you're in charge of booking Connie. They're like, what the hell's happening? Where are we at? I right? said, I reached out. I said, what's the deal? Blah, blah, blah. Is today Wednesday? No, today's Tuesday. Right? Maybe you should not be in charge of booking. I was thinking it's not our strongest person on. Oh, I did a fine and... job. I did a fine job. I don't think that you dinks have accomplished anything. So you're really. I what reached date? out to the man, the myth, the legend. And Peter told me that we'd get get him on. And I said, well, if he's busy, we want to we want to spend some time with him. That's right. We just want a two minute clip. So then we reverted to this week, but apparently extremely busy this week. I would think so. Interviews every day. Wow. And next week, how long is he in Buffalo? He leaves for combo. I don't know. How long are the combo? Days? How many days are kids riding on bikes? Come on. That's got to be a one-day one. Late next week. Let's do it. Nail it down. Fly back. Maybe he's on the same flight. I told him if he needs room, I gotta move the kid out. He can yeah. sleep in the kids' room. Is he allergic to cats? Out. No, loves cats. Big cat guy. Yeah. <laughs> Nova is Calgary's lab-grown diamond specialists. I feel like what? getting close. You get a headache? To, do you still? Do you still get engaged in summer? Is it because it was? Yep. Justin was saying, "Oh, it's springtime, big time for, uh, for engagement season." I don't know. I guess it's people... eighteen years ago in a couple of days, I got engaged. So yeah, you absolutely do it early June. Where absolutely. were you at Eiffel Tower? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> downtown. There's a tower, the Buffalo Tower. So the Buffalo Tower, the Anchor Bar. Where did <laughs> you can be confident in knowing that when you are shopping with Vina Nova lab-grown diamonds, prices in the neighborhood of eighty percent less than what you will spend on those ridiculous mined diamonds. That I don't even know why are they still a thing? Actually, like the mined diamonds. What are we doing this for? Given to science, people. It's Vina Nova. Maybe you want something custom. They can do that too. You sit down with the people of Vinanova. You figure out all that. They, yeah, I want this here. I want that there. And this kind of All right, give us a few weeks, and we're gonna whip that thing up for you. Um, but it's the savings. It's the quality of the gem and the savings that make it an absolute no-brainer for you. Showroom, second level, Stephen Avenue Place, Vinanova.com is the website. Reach out. Contact their people and uh, and get yourself set. And yeah, it's, I mean it's engagement season, but you know what else happens in the summer? Because everybody gets married in the summer. It's probably anniversary season. It's true. So you Have you got that, that ring you were talking about, Rhett? Speaking of custom, was that like what was it? Uh, rubies? Because rubies are red, and it was like forty-four in rubies on the ring for the shoveler. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Because they do custom stuff. You just got the shoveler is so in charge of this shit that the ring she got disappeared and there was a different one without any consultation yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. happens venanova.com venanova.com go to the website and better yet you, you know what better yet go if you this can do it. it if you're in calgary area, go 
to the uh, to the showroom because the stuff is beautiful. It'll blow you away. And maybe you just t- like to we've talked about. Maybe you just set up the day and say, "Babe, babe, go for day." Me, Vina Nova, second level Stephen Avenue place. I'll bugger off. You do your thing. Listen, you're here. Talk to Justin. That's right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna grab us a coffee. Take your time. I'll be back shortly. That's right. Uh, Betway bets. Ooh. Betway bets. How's your bets yesterday, Pender? How about Ben? <laughs> donkey. Didn't yeah. score a hat trick or anything. No. In his post game, he was just like this. He was all bummed out. Hmm. Yeah, just got. Should have thought of that before. In. Mm-hmm. Six nothing. Way to show up for that must-win game, boys. Oof. At home. Oof. Some think of some stars fans shelled out big dough. Oh yeah, to be at that game. Imagine spending a thousand US to go watch that shit. Gross. Oof. Uh, bet we bets of the day. Bet we bets. Bet we bets. Uh, bet we bets. Uh, I went on the app today and I got thinking. You know what? We know what the Stanley Cup final is going to be. Maybe there's a. Cheers. You know, let's go. Here's what we're talking about. Ooh. Florida. <laughs> Holy Christ. Uh, Jack, uh, that was a pretty, yeah. Is that a foul? Is that a flag? What do we call it? Oh, hi, Jack. Uh, that is Jack. a foul completely. I, do you want to do over, Jack? For what those that you? are just listening to the podcast, yeah. uh, the graphic says NHL Florida versus Vegas. Kikuchi over five and a half strikeouts plus 110. And I'm taking the under. <laughs> I'm going to take the under. In the cup final on the Kikuchi over five and a half Ks. That's right. Um, No, what we had is series winner, (laughs) Florida, to win the series plus 110. We showed the graphic earlier that had the uh, the thing. Um, And I'm going to say seven games in this one, or whatever, but seven games pays plus two. Oh, thank you, Dean. So they're going to win in Vegas. What a party that'll be. I was looking this morning. They're... Like their road record, their ability to win on the road is unbelievable. I don't, yeah, they've, they've been on, what was it? Uh, Evander Kane said, fuck around and find out. And they've won every road game since it feels like. What? Well, let me, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll call it up here for you. And this it's the whole thing about being home ice advantage. You need home ice. I don't know, man. Road teams are 46 and 37 so far. Panthers have an act right now. Eight game road winning streak. Do you even want to be at home? Oh, we're starting on the road. Good. Good. Florida just wants to start. Let's be honest. 5-0 and on the road in overtime. Whew. So anyway, yeah, I'm taking the under and the whatever, the Kikuchi there. and the. Uh... I'll do the Kikuchi. You do the hockey. Let's... Okay, I'll do the hockey. What do you got to, no. for the bets of the day? Okay. Blue Jays welcome Milwaukee to Toronto, another division leader. Uh, Kikuchi again spelled wrong. At least we're consistent. Uh, over five and a half Ks. That's minus 118. And we hit with this last week. Let's go back to the Bo Bichette home run. Plus 600. That's that's not giving a lot of credit for a guy that's uh, been hitting the cover off the ball. He's been raking, Ryan. He has been raking, Dean. Reports can be confirmed. Bichette rakes. Those are Betway bets of the day for today. Betway bets, get the Betway app, get it on your phone, play along. You'll have a hard time finding that Kikuchi Florida Panther thing. <laughs>
Especially with the spelt that way. Yeah. Yeah. The spell is <laughs> poor Jack. Just you know what? See. We give you the Betway bets. Like, that way, don't come after me. That way. Be your be your own man, your own woman. Do whatever you do. This these are just uh these are our bets. You can find that Kikuchi one on Jackway, but Betway yeah. different. That's uh that's gonna do it for today. Tomorrow is Wednesday. What do we want to do? Tomorrow? Day off tomorrow? Team. It's not much for Lean, lean. Could use a guest tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. Do you want to put one in the can tomorrow? Put one in the can? Yeah. No, we did the top secret guest a couple of them a few weeks ago there. Let's reach out to some people. Yeah. Uh, particular Maybe human. Mitch loves and good. I'm sure he'd love to talk right now. Well, I think he really wants to talk to you because yeah, right. Talk shit about huge endorsement when you're tired. Mitch Love, who who is this guy? Why are they everybody so? Anybody else want him? Mitch Love's an asshole. That's what you. I'm oh, jeez, sure I don't you remember that part. Yeah. Nice guy, actually, from what I've heard. Because I didn't, didn't, try didn't return my phone call. Guys are great guy. yeah. <laughs> call. You did? Was you here for this? Do you know when? Brett told us that didn't return my phone call. Mitch Love story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were you were or weren't here for it. No, I wasn't, but I uh, I'm, yeah. I'm aware of it. Yeah, he's down with it. You know who else? Uh, Wacy Rabbit. You also give Wacy fucking nicest guy in the world. You also shit on him today. Oh, what happened there? You yeah. told Frank to shush. You're like, who the f is Wacy Rabbit? Wacy doesn't know Huska. Mitch Love doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. Is basically what you said. Girl's a good mustache. And Huska, for years, you've called him everything in the book. We played for the Blazers. Can't stand the Kamloops yeah, Blazers. Right. Taking care of business. Yeah. Eight to one. WHL <laughs> final. Stop the puck, Normie. Jason. I got to go. No more. See you. See you tomorrow, buddies. Didn't say go cats. Your Oilers suck. Bad omen. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 